Hey guys, it's your girl Olivia Slap and Swatas back with part two of our Bachelor contestant preview. Now, if you remember for part one, my sisters and I went through the first 16 of 32 contestants who were vying for Matt James's heart. And in this episode, we go over the next 16. Now, normally, Shame Watch TV is a Patreon exclusive, but I got so excited about season three kicking off that I had to include both of these episodes for you guys on the free feed. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. But if you do like what you hear in this episode, go ahead and visit our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash shamewatch and access these episodes. All you have to do is sign up for any tier, but to get these episodes, it's $2 a month. Y'all, $2 a month. I hope that's in your budget because it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, The Bachelor with Matt James premieres tonight on ABC. And, you know, shoot us your commentary. Shoot us what you think about uh, this season, the arrivals, who you think the front runners are. DM us at ShameWatchPod. I am always responding to anything Batch. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. Get that bottle of wine ready. Uh, But yeah, before I get carried away, Here is part two of our Bachelor contestant preview. Shame Watch TV, a guilt-free dive into those massive TV guilty pleasures that we can't help but love. Each week, we look at a TV series that we love, but society shames, or at least may have some side-eye for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these TV series like the miracles that they are. This season, we'll be covering ABC's The Bachelor with Matt James. I'm your host, Olivia Slap and Swatas. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to part one of our contestant preview. We're here for part two. I want to introduce our guests, Miranda and Sabrina Suarez. We're back, baby. I'm Sabrina. I'm Miranda. And I'm Olivia, like I just said earlier. But anyway, we're going to pick up where we left off. And uh, we covered the first 16 women who Mm -hmm. were all vying for Matt James's heart. Now we're going to do... The last 16. So the best way to go about this episode is to listen to this episode and to check out the ABC cast guide. It's really simple. We'll put that link in show notes. If you are listening on the free feed, if you like what you're hearing uh, within these last two episodes, you can subscribe to our Patreon for just $2 a month. And you can have access to all of our recaps from the last season of The Bachelorette and this upcoming season. Patrons, you will get this episode a little bit early. So uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and you know, pick up where we left off. We met a lot of really interesting women. 16. Last 16. So we're going to go ahead and start with Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. What's Hi. up? So Kimberly is 28 years old. She's an airline recruiter from Seattle, Washington. 
Kimberly is the kind of woman who radiates joy and happiness everywhere she goes. She's a carefree soul. You know, she would have no problem picking up her life and moving to a new town on a whim. You know, she describes herself as funny, loyal, and trustworthy, and will be the voice of reason and shoulder to cry on if need be. You know, she values a healthy lifestyle. She wants to find a man who's got a lot of enthusiasm, you know, and uh, for staying fit. She also loves picnics, good snacks, and going on the hunt for Seattle's best sunset viewpoints. That's pretty cool. Oh, the one thing Kimberly cannot make work under any circumstance, no cats. What do we think? Dude, I'm starting to fall in love with cats. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like life sucks with cats. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody's either a cat or a dog person or neither, or a plant person. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting for her. We'll see if Matt likes cats. Uh, but some fun facts about Kimberly. She isn't afraid of anything except finding out that a guy she is into has a foot fetish. Yeah, Dude, that would concern me. That's so... What, what a what a fetish. You know? Yeah, that exists. <laughs> like, I had trouble putting... I have trouble putting lotion on my feet. You know? Because it's just like, oh, feet. And for somebody to be turned on by that. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we get you, Kimberly. That's, you know. And we're not going to judge you if you do have a foot fetish, because remember, patrons, if you are at the $10 level, you do get a picture of one of our host's feet every month. So if you're into that, subscribe oh, yeah. to the $10 level. I kid you not. More about Kimberly. Moana is one of her all-time favorite movies. Great choice. Good movie. Kind of interesting, because Moana is also, you know, barefoot the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina's trying to find a way to tie it all back together. Also, don't take Kimberly on a date to a cemetery because that's a hard pass for her. Like, I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, it doesn't really scream romantic. These are all kind of oddly specific. But I feel like, does she know that you can make a lot of money with a foot? We're not like foot, but people will buy foot picks online and you can make <laughs> picks. You're, you're like bringing it back to the feet picks. <laughs> Well, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say about Kimberly based off of the Meet the Women of the Bachelor video that's on Facebook. Chris Harrison says that she's got a big, bubbly personality, great sense of humor. She brings a bit of Pike's Place Market, so like the Starbucks, the original Starbucks, with her on night one. If Matt falls in love with her, it's not going to be because of her throwing arm. So something happens there. And Chris says a fishy entrance, if you ask me. So that's Kimberly. Interesting. Now we have Kit. Kit. Hi, Kit. Hey, Kit. So Kit is 21 years old. She's a fashion entrepreneur from New York, New York. So originally her uh, bio said socialite. Uh, and Kit is a true born and raised New Yorker. She currently lives at home with her parents in the heart of the West Village, while finishing her last year of undergrad at NYU. She hasn't had a serious relationship since her first love in high school, but that's only because she hasn't found a man who can measure up to the level of emotional intelligence she needs. Again, emotional intelligence just really back into the spotlight these last few months. Uh, she's found that most guys she meets don't match her maturity level, and although she is only 21, she is very ready for a serious commitment. So... Yeah, she wants to find somebody who can keep up with her witty banter, can hold their own in the New York social scene. She's got some high standards, but she has no doubt that Matt will be able to live up to the hype. So what can we say about Kit? She seems boring to me. A little bit. 
but she, I yeah. don't like her shirt. She also <laughs> seems just really young. How old is Matt? Matt is 28, I believe. I thought he was, I thought he was 26. No, he's 28. No, I think he's 28, too. What? <laughs> what? So, yeah, that's a seven-year age gap. She's probably one of the younger contestants we've seen on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, some more about Kit. Kit can surf in high heels. That's a flex. Yeah, how do you find that out? Yeah, honestly. Uh, she's the first to admit that she has a horrible RBF, Sabrina. Um, yeah, I can also relate. It's pretty bad for me. So, you know, I'll be the judge of whether or not that's true. And men in flip-flops make Kit mad. I understand that in a sense. <laughs> like, men in flip-flops is just an... But I wonder uh, if, like, men in flip-flops with socks. I wonder how she would feel about that. Oh, that's the ultimate crime. So let's let's see what Chris had to say about Kit. Yeah, interesting profile. So Chris says he can't wait for us to see how, you know, the public responds to Kit. Uh, she was born and raised in the West Village. So think Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Her mom is a very well-known fashion designer. So she had boxes of dresses and outfits shipped to Nemecolon. Wow. Yeah. Chris says that she was easily the best dressed, perhaps the best the show has ever had. Uh, She has a great spirit. She was sincere. She has a lot of depth to her. But is she really ready to settle down and be the one for Matt? So Chris is like, that's basically what we're going to have to find out. Because, again, she's 21. And I feel like a lot of people underestimate people's readiness for love based on age. And so I feel like that's kind of already stacked against her. Yeah, I feel that. All right. So we're going to get to the next person. We've got Kristen. Hi, Hi, Kristen. So Kristen is 27 years old. She's an attorney from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's a very smart and successful attorney who says that while she dreams of finding her perfect match, her busy career and professional ambitions just haven't left her with too much spare time to date. So she considers herself truly wifey material, beautiful, fiercely loyal, intelligent. She has an unmatched work ethic, and she credits that to her mom who raised her. Yeah, Kristen says she's definitely the party starter, and she wants to be with a man who won't be intimidated by her natural magnetism. So, And she's not afraid of being openly affectionate, you know, because some people are not about that PDA, because for her, personal space goes out the window. So yeah, she wants somebody who's going to be like super supportive of her, and yeah, she says pink roses are the way to her heart, but maybe a red rose from Matt may suffice in this case. Oh, wow. Yeah. First off, she is, like, really gorgeous. She's really pretty. Yeah. Um, so, fun facts about Kristen. She's always up for karaoke and loves to belt out a classic Disney song. Disney. What's your Disney song belt out? Um, well, I remember when I was in second grade when Frozen came out, and I remember, like, singing the song in the shower. Like, I even knew the bridge. Let it go. Like, no one knew the bridge of the song, where she's like... My belly, my belly. Yeah, that part. You don't know it. So I would like sing it in the shower, and then, yeah, I, I feel like I would go for that. But then again, it's like tough. What about what about you, Mira? I like a, a lot of the Tangled songs. So oh, that, loud. that that soundtrack slaps. Mm-hmm. I would say I won't say I'm in love from Hercules because that song is just like me mm-hmm. <laughs> in a song. Yeah, <laughs> being in denial. <laughs> After being single so long, it's fine. Um, But back to Kristen. Kristen does not share food unless both parties have previously agreed upon it. 
I will steal the food no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Kind of important. Nothing is more important to Kristen than her oral health, and she never travels without her electric toothbrush and extra batteries just in case. No, boy. Okay, so I already like Kristen because, <laughs> for those of you who know me personally, I have a Sonicare toothbrush, and it's one of those that you put on the charger. And it's just super great because it cleans, like, you know, through the vibrations. Uh, it's just a sweet vibration. Anyway, so my sisters hate this toothbrush with the fiery passion because they know when I'm about to take care of my teeth just by the buzz, the sheer buzz. You know, Olivia's teeth might be squeaky clean, but that charger is <laughs> nasty. I don't know if y'all, you don't even need to see it. It's, it's not, okay. I do need to clean it, I okay. know. But we also just need to put it in perspective. We are three females in one bathroom with one sink and one toilet and one, you know, shower. And it's when Olivia has the toothbrush, there's nothing wrong with a toothbrush, but the battery, the charger takes up the entire fucking sink. It's ridiculous. I like to say that Olivia just, like, colonizes the sink every time she comes. <laughs> no, because Sabrina also colonizes the sink with her, uh, what is it called, flat iron that she doesn't put away. <laughs> okay, she well, Olivia's toothbrush, especially when it's on the charger, it's so easy to knock it over. And it's, <laughs> it's like, huge and heavy, and it, like, makes it yeah, huge. Yeah, like the flat rabbit. iron. Okay, I get it. What, but what, you guys aren't here, like, all the time. Like, I live here full time. In my defense, like I said, every time I go to the dentist, the dentist and the hygienist are like, dude, your teeth, so good. So electric toothbrushes for the win. Uh, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say about Kristen. She's one of the two attorneys this season. Really sweet. But do not go up against her in the courtroom. So don't try to debate her. She's as sharp as a thorn on a rose. She's been so focused on her career. She's had relationships, but hasn't been able to dive into that. And now she's ready to add that other element into her life. So that is Kristen. Next up, we have Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Hi, Lauren. So Lauren is 29. She's a corporate attorney from Miami, Florida. Hey. Yay. Uh, so Lauren is a Florida girl through and through. She is a successful corporate lawyer who recently had her law reviews published. In her free time, she enjoys fashion, going to the beach, working out, spending time with her girlfriends in their book club. That's awesome. Uh, she has a lot going for her, but now she just wants somebody to share in her many successes. So she's looking for somebody who is genuine, authentic. She wants to feel like her man truly has her back in any situation thrown her way. She's hoping to have a family of her own. So she wants a man who's mature, you know, same. Uh, but yeah, not wanting to have kids is a major deal breaker for her. Uh, she says that none of the guys she has dated in the past have truly been her best friend, and she's hoping to change that here with Matt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very reasonable. You know, girl, so glad you know what you want. Uh, Lauren is terrified of lizards and frogs. She definitely seems like she's going to go far. Yeah. Or she, like, yeah, I agree. She seems like she has her shit together that might, you know, attract Matt or something. But I wonder if she, like... She likes frogs. Like, maybe she's just scared because they're, like, scary and they, like, like insects. Or, like, she thinks that they're cute. Frogs are not insects. I know that. But, like... Aren't you ranked number 10 in your class? Yes, but, you know, I'm not the brightest. <laughs> All right. So, Lauren lives for the Christmas season. We just went through that ourselves, you know. Uh, hope y'all, yeah, I hope y'all had a wonderful holiday. 
Lauren loves 2000s hip hop. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah, we see you. We see you. Let's see what Chris had to say about Lauren. She's another really sweet, down-to-earth girl. She's one of the quieter, soft-spoken girls, but she definitely knows how to turn it on when it counts, especially on the group date. She has a tough right jab. So I don't know if you remember seeing that boxing clip in the promo. Ooh, I do remember that. That seems like... You didn't know that? Scary, or like such competition. Yeah, you didn't know the structure. So every episode, there's usually like two one-on-one dates that the lead has. But then um, one or two, and then there's always one or two group dates. So that's where they have multiple people do some kind of physical activity. Um, but as we saw, there's definitely a boxing group date uh, coming up this season. So look out for Lauren. All right. Next up, we have Maggie. Hey, Maggie. Hi, Maggie. So Maggie is 32 years old. So she's probably the oldest, I think, out of this cast. Okay. Uh, she's a pharmacist from Adwa, Ethiopia. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, she's a beautiful, kind-hearted woman whose striking looks are only a small part of her story. She grew up in a small village in Ethiopia, and while she says moving to the U.S. was the scariest thing she has ever done, she doesn't regret it one bit. She was only able to move here after she literally won the diversity visa lotto. That's incredible. Wow. Um, she's so grateful for all the opportunities she's been given. So, you know, we can tell this girl just, like, oozes gratitude, doesn't take anything for granted. Uh, She does work as both a model and a pharmacist, and she keeps it a priority to show young women back in Ethiopia that you can do both and that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Uh, Yeah, people will say that she's too nice, but she sees her kindness as her biggest strength, and she knows there's power and resilience behind it. Loyal, honest, very positive outlook. She's looking for a partner in life, someone she can share everything with and who has love and compassion for culture like she does. Um, Yeah, she loves to explore her town's historical buildings. She likes to drink wine at her favorite local restaurants, spend time with her girlfriends. Yeah, meeting Matt for her would be a very new and exciting experience. She grew up in a place where arranged marriages were very common, so she's excited to be here to show the women back home that everyone deserves to choose who they love. What a great story. Yeah, those are always, you know, those those little privileges you have that you don't realize that you have. Like, you know, getting to choose who you want to marry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Maggie runs a nonprofit that supplies shoes to girls back in her hometown, like an actual angel. Mm-hmm. Growing up, she loved playing ping pong. Nice. Dude, there's something about college kids and ping pong, because I've never played more ping pong than I have when I was in college. And... It's not as fun to me as it is to other people, but yeah. ping pong, man. Beer pong. That I'm good at. <laughs> and we, Yeah, we can tell. The best surprise that Maggie has ever received was the two front row tickets to a Beyonce concert. Wow. Amazing. Uh, so let's see what Chris had to say about Maggie. She's our oldest contestant this season. She lives in Virginia now. Uh, sweet, impossible not to love her. Chris says that he looks forward to us getting to know her story. She is literally the American dream. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to meeting Maggie. I also wouldn't have guessed that she was 32. (laughs) Yeah, girl looks good. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still confused by Corinne being 22, but maybe that's just the contestant photos. As we all know, these photos that they post online are never, sometimes never the best. 
All right, so next up we have Mari. Mar- Hi, Mari. Hey, Mari. What's up, girl? <laughs> so Mari is 24. She's a marketing director from Odenton, Maryland. She's a former beauty queen living the American dream. Uh, she moved to Maryland from Puerto Rico as a teenager and enrolled in college and competed in pageants. She recently won Miss Maryland USA in 2019, and she placed top 10 at Miss USA. Uh, But now she's a career-focused woman on the go who is ready to find the love of her life and settle down. Uh, She says that as a partner, she's very nurturing and thoughtful. She hopes to find someone who values her and gives her the same. She describes herself as a romantic, all-in. You know, she likes to make her significant other happy by cooking for them and planning small surprises. She loves her job, you know, values her job and She also loves that she can work completely remote because she can't wait to have kids and wants to be a working mom that shows that young women can truly have it all. Cool. Love that. Yeah. 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 You know, you go, girl. Mari loves to sing, even though she admits she's not great at it. Hey, girl, come in from a musician. If even if you're not good at singing, just do it. It's so fun. It releases so many endorphins. It's just, it's a great time. It's a great time. Mari is planning to get her boating license. To the invisible boatmobile. Boatmobile! Away! Now, she says visiting an elephant sanctuary in Thailand is at the top of her bucket list. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very specific, but I dig it. I would do that. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Thailand. Yeah. Seems like a good time. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what Chris had to say about Mari. Uh, Yeah, she's a former pageant queen. She's good friends with another former pageant queen from the Bachelor family. Turns out it's Alea Benavides from Peter's season. Alea is from San Antonio, by the way. Puro San Antonio. Um, Alea introduced Mari to the show. So, um, yeah, Chris says that she has a big personality. She did her best to steer clear of drama, but she didn't do a good job with that. Ooh. What does she look like? Oh, okay. I can I can see her getting into some some frisky frisky fights. Yeah. Maybe I have a question. Would you guys ever ride an elephant? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like after playing Dynasty Warriors, yeah. Anyway, so that is Mari. Next, we have Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Hey. So Marilyn is twenty eight years old. She's an event coordinator from Studio City, California. She needs a man who is ready to commit and not afraid to wear his heart on his sleeves. She wants someone who is stable, who will love her unconditionally. Someone who's loyal to the core, be a rock, you know, because life throws a lot of curveballs. In five years, she hopes to be married with two or more rescue dogs and living a productive, inspirational, healthy life with the support of her man by her side. She wants to start several companies focused on promoting environmental welfare and healthy lifestyle choices. And yeah, she wants her soulmate to share her goals of making the world a better place. Uh, She doesn't want anybody who's lazy, introverted, or someone who doesn't prioritize their health and hygiene. Kind of important. She says that finding her life partner has always been a top priority and that experiencing true and undeniable love is the ultimate goal because it is something so special and unique. So will Matt be that person for Marilyn? What is a what is a tiny almost deal breaker for you when you see a guy like what, what, what that you see a guy do or like uh, I'll tell you what mine is for example dirty fingernails Ooh. for the love of God and I don't get me wrong if you have dirty fingernails because you didn't shower for like a day or you were like 
plant, like you're, gardening. Yeah, using your hands. Don't get me wrong. We will have stuff under their fingernails. That's normal. You can get it out, though, by washing your hands or picking it out. And I've seen some pretty nasty men with some pretty nasty fingernails. Or clean men who look clean and then their fingernails are dirty. It's, like, it's like, dude, I don't want to know where that fingernails And it's like, been. yeah, literally. I know that. Oh, oh. So you're talking about, like, like physical attribute or something like that? Or just some, like anything that a guy can do, I guess. Um, for me, it's bad breath. Because if I'm gonna, uh, if I'm gonna kiss you, you better have good breath. Dude, okay, wait. I'm gonna take this. Okay, okay. I once liked somebody... Who I kissed, and then I realized he never brushed his teeth. Ew! That's nasty! Never, never brushed Olivia his teeth. Olivia would die. Especially and I with like, her, you know, Sonicare. And, dude, and I remember being like, oh, like, do you need to borrow, a, like, a toothbrush? Because I had, like, extra toothbrushes for when I had people, like, girls who spend the night, and they didn't bring a toothbrush or something like that. And um, I was like, do you need one? And he was like, oh, no, I'm good. Ew. Or like, use your finger. Yeah, use your finger. And I was like, how do you not do that? Like, at, le- like at least once a day. Dude. So was it like you kissed him and then you're like, oh my god, his breath smells? No, like, I kissed him and then I realized it was an issue and then I stopped kissing him. And he was like, why did you stop kissing me? And I was <laughs> like, I don't have to, I didn't have the heart to tell him. It's because his breath stung. <laughs> and I just, like, and we didn't wind up working out and it was fine. But, like, my God. Yeah, that's, that's like, a big no-no for me. Just as Sabrina mentioned, I'm all about oral hygiene. You can, like, see the film on people's mm. teeth sometimes. And it's, like, or when they're just really yellow. And it's, like, doesn't... Or, you know, I have nothing against people who smoke. Like, they're, you know, personalities or whatever. But I personally would not date somebody who smokes because I'm just not about that. Mm. And one, uh, I've had, like, one or two people I've dated in the past who like vaped or smoked mm-hmm. and after, I'm just like afterward I'm like mm, yeah I don't think it's gonna work out I just feel like it just takes so little effort to brush your teeth yeah it yeah. takes like 10 seconds in the morning or not 10 seconds or at least mouthwash yeah or gum take the gum <laughs> dude take the gum like we'll we'll get you done. or or do what um Noah did earlier in this last season and shove a whole box of Tic Tacs when no one's looking. I'll have to show you that clip. It was hysterical. Um, but yeah, Marilyn, we totally see you there. So some fun facts. She loves Disneyland. <laughs> no. We had, we had a talk about in part one, we had a big talk about Disney core. So if you missed that convo, go back. Are all these Disney lovers going to come together and be like, oh my gosh, I love that scene when Elsa, like... <laughs> Okay, here's the thing, though. So this show airs on ABC, and ABC is owned by Disney, so it all makes sense. So they're kind of just doing it for the promo, right? Maybe they don't have anything to add, so the producers are just like, just say they like Disney, something like that. Yeah. Well, Marilyn hopes to start a nonprofit that helps the environment reduce and eventually eradicate single-use plastic. That's really important. Have you seen those vending machines that you, like, turn in recyclables and you get change out of it and it, like, helps homeless people? I think it's only in Japan and China where they actually care about, you know, people. But, um, yeah, dude, I saw that and I was like, that's a great idea. I I would I would recycle the hell out of shit if I, if that was around. You know what bothers me is, like, when I go over to a friend's place and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I'm done with a water bottle and I go, hey, you know, where do you put your recycles? Like, oh, we don't, they don't pick up recycling here. And I go, excuse me? Yeah. Like, that is weird. I mean, granted, I live in Austin, so we're very eco-friendly for the most part, but Mm -hmm. 
Like, come on, people. Get, yeah. with the, get with the program. Get with the program. Marilyn, she grips surfing, but she is terrified of sharks. Very reasonable. That's valid. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Let's see what Chris had to say about Marilyn. She's definitely no stranger to tears, and she's one of the more emotional women the show has had this season, maybe ever. Chris uh, drew comparisons of her and Ashley Iconetti. So, listeners, if you're longtime Bachelor fans, you'll know that Ashley I was a big crier. Uh, Marilyn overcame a really challenging childhood, truly a story we've just never heard on the show before, really moving, very inspiring. She accidentally finds herself early on in one of the big feuds, some unexpected roommate drama. Yeah, I feel like she's not going to last, and I don't even mean that in a rude way. She's very pretty, and like, you know, we'll see what happens, but yeah, she kind of seems like she'd get into a fight. I feel like she'll be like, well, I don't know how they take people off but like the first five to leave like like night one like she's interesting or night five yeah she's interesting in some ways but i can see her leaving quick all right so that is marilyn next up we have mj check out her hair mj hey mj so mj is 23 she's a hairstylist from hudson ohio She's a beauty expert who sees the beauty of life in all that she does. She grew up in a small island in Lake Erie. She loved being outdoors and on the water. She's passionate about making people feel better about themselves and says that her calling in life is to make the world a more beautiful place. She wants a man who will be just as giving as she is, shower her with reciprocated love that she deserves. She wants to, you know, settle down with someone who's reliable. That's reasonable. Uh, decisive and family-oriented, and someone who's just fiercely loyal to her as she is to them. She's very social, um, but she wants somebody who will allow her to maintain her independence. You know, you go, girl. Uh, Won't add unnecessary drama to her life, you know, because men can be dramatic as hell. Mm -hmm. And and she loves a man with a plan, Um, but she has no interest in someone with an inflated ego or unrealistic expectations Oh, she cannot deal with someone who is never on time. That's a big one. And uh, yeah, she's wanting to know, is is Matt the one for her? So yeah, based on MJ, I love her hair, by the way. I'm kind of (laughs) curious, what product does she use? Being being on time is a pretty big thing. I'm almost never on time. And it bothers me so much. And I always, here's here's the real kicker, is I try to be on time. And a lot of the times, I wind up getting caught up in other people's stuff that I wind up being late to my own thing. So, yeah, punctuality is pretty big. That's that's good that she she knows what she wants in terms of punctuality. Mm-hmm. I know for me, um, I'm either super early or I'm running behind because I get caught in traffic. Or, you know, have you ever seen those memes where like, yeah, I'm almost out the door and it's like you in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me like almost every time. So MJ. Uh, She loves disco music, and she says it's her favorite music to dance to. You know, girl, we love to see it. She says that the best trip of her life was camping in the Sahara Desert. Hello. That sounds fun. Yeah. That's a cool quirk. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And she enjoys a good spicy margarita. I do, too. Me, too. All right, so let's see what Chris had to say about MJ. Chris says that she is as big and bold as her hair and her smile. She is your hype woman. She's ready to go, 110%. Big personality. Always finds a way to make her presence known. 
very competitive, extremely comfortable in her own skin, and we'll put it all out there. Uh, she has a very unusual phobia that comes into play at some point. So Bachelor Nation, if you remember Annalise from Ari season, she had a phobia of dogs and bumper cars. I feel like something very similar is going to happen with MJ. I have kind of a weird phobia. My what is it? Microwaves. <laughs> they just they just scare me. Like they have so much power, and like it's a microwave, <laughs> but like it's a box, but like one metal thing in there, and like it's all you're done. Who you're puts gone. metal things in there? But like accidentally, and like also, foil. Yeah, and also like uh, what else? What else? I mean, like. It's just scary. Like uh, there was one time when I was like taking food out of the microwave. I have to wait a few seconds before I take it out. But I put my hand in the microwave, and I felt like my hand was like drying. Like it was just getting. You know, it's dry. your fault. She has this phobia, right? Why? <laughs> because you. She was standing by the microwave, and you know how like mom and daddy used to be like, "Don't stand next to the microwave." Yeah, I'm a very firm believer in that. Yes, I am too. But <laughs> it's so. Microscope. She's scared now. Okay. Okay. She's scared. Okay, well, like, She's like, can you microwave my food for me? When it comes no. to like, the radiation, it's not <laughs> microwave radiation isn't gonna give you cancer. Okay, but like, it's just scary. It's just the fact me. that it'll blow up. Yeah, I could. Okay, so how is this my fault? Well, like, <laughs> you scared her from that point forward. Of microwave. I just <laughs> just think about it. Like radiation heats up your food in a box. Like we're just like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. No, okay, so here's the thing about microwaves. My close friends will know that I have this firm belief in people who lack common sense because they stand in front of a microwave too long, so some brain cells have been lost. Uh, yeah, that's just my ongoing joke about um, microwaves. But uh, yeah, that's, I don't know how we got to this point. Oh, phobias, MJ. Yeah, that's MJ. Let's go to Piper. Hey, Piper. Hi, hey. Piper. So, Piper is 23 years old. She's a graduate student from Happy Valley, Oregon. Now, don't discount Piper as just a pretty face because there's way more to this stunner than meets the eye. Uh, she has a dynamite personality, creative mind, a master's degree in marketing, and a wonderful family who has supported all of her endeavors. Now, what's the only thing that's missing? A man to enjoy life by her side. Whatever. Uh <laughs> Love is dead. Um, at least it is in my life. Um, so Piper is caring, giving, and she loves to learn um, what brings her partner joy so she can foster that happiness. She loves spending quality time with her SO. Um, but she values independence and having parts of her life that remain her own. She needs someone with confidence, someone who knows what they want in life because forethought is so important to her. Uh, yeah, we hope that Matt uh, sees that in her, that she's a total catch. So Piper's really pretty. She's super mm -hmm. cute. Yeah. So Piper is very into European cars and dreams of owning a Rolls Royce one day. I thought that was a watch. Rolex. That's not You'll a get watch. it one day, Sabrina. You'll get it one day. <laughs> Top ten of my class. What can I say? <laughs> Standing in front of a microwave too long. Piper loves her grandma the most in this world and calls her Graham Cracker. Aww. Aww. We love that. We love to see it. Piper is not into picnics because the idea of sitting on the ground and eating is not appealing to her. Do you like picnics? I love picnics. I feel like they're so romantic. Like, of course I want to, like, sit on the earth and, like... Yeah, put a blanket food. on the floor. I think it's just the fear of, like, 
fire ants like crawling up your legs and biting your ass that's like a rational fear that makes sense but like if you had like a big blanket or like a big sheet that wouldn't be a problem or like you'd be further away from the ants true true try it piper Try it, Piper. You never, you'll never know in, until you try. How much do you want to bet that if she gets a one-on-one with Matt, that they're gonna go on a picnic? Oh, I, I can see that. I, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. So let's see what Chris had to say about Piper. Uh, she's currently pursuing a master's degree in marketing. Very smart, very cerebral woman. Bit of a slow roll out the gate in the romance department, but once she gets there, there is no turning back. She is all in. She has zero poker face. Uh, same girl. I can't. I can't disguise any emotion. Uh, and she's one of the more dynamic women in the house. So that is Piper. I feel like she'll last. I feel yeah. like she'll last a little while. I feel like I feel so. I feel confident about her. Let's see who is next. We've got Rachel. Twenty-four. Hey, Rachel. What's Hi. up? Hi, Rachel. So Rachel is twenty-four. She's a graphic designer from Cumming, Georgia. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at ABC. They made a typo in designer, so that's the, the only thing I'm looking at. <laughs> with beautiful eyes and personality to match, Rachel is a Southern sweetheart with a close knit family. She says that she is a hopeless romantic to her core. She has never been in love and believes that Matt may just be the guy to change that. She's hoping that her love story will be something huge, life-altering. She wants to look back at her life when she's old and feel like she made the absolute most of it every single day. Dude, that's like that's a thing that I fear is like, you know, did I let do I regret anything major? Yeah, that's why I just I'm just trying to do whatever I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like this kind of ties back. So we saw Disney's Soul today, and it kind of touches on that a little bit. And I'm still like emotionally <laughs> exposed. That was a good movie. <laughs> yes. So check that out on Disney, uh, Disney Plus. Um, nothing makes Rachel happier than a good movie, good wine, and charcuterie boards. Miranda charcuterie. Chartreuse. <laughs> she needs a man who will make every day with her something. Uh, to tell her future children about. She says at the end of the day, love is what makes your life more special than others. Life can be hard and really difficult and dark at times, but if you have someone by your side that loves you more than they love themselves, that makes it all worth it in the end. That's cute. She seems, yeah, she's really pretty. She looks like our cousin. She does look like our cousin. She does. And our our cousin's like super gorgeous. Yeah, she's like, hey. Um, (laughs) Hey, what's up? So, yeah, no, I was going to say, she seems really, really, also, I don't want to put this stereotype on her, but, like, sorority girl She seems look. like She seems like she'd get mad at you if you misspelled her name. <laughs> yes, because her name is R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Raquel. Like, Michael. Oh! Dude, that took me forever <laughs> to figure out. Michael, how to spell it? M-I-C-H-A-E-L? <laughs> Mike Ale? Sure. Like, who, just, Ale? Like, like, who decided that? Yeah, Rachel's favorite way to pass the time is by doodling. Wait, then why don't we call Michael people, like, Michael? Michelle. Or Michelle. <laughs> Michelle is, like, French. Yeah, but that's... Because that's of that guy in Gilmore Girls. It's M-I-C-H-E-L. Yeah. That's Michelle, right? Michelle. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, she, her, Rachel's favorite way to pass the time is by doodling. Sabrina loves to doodle. Yes. I mean, I'm not really good at doodling, but I can draw. Do you want to drop your um, art Instagram handle right now? Sure. If I remember it correctly, it's... So, wait, art.by underscore Sabrina. So, yeah. Plug. 
So Rachel hates slow drivers. Miranda and I have the same hatred. <laughs> Dude, yeah, slow drivers and drivers who... Actually, you know what's becoming more of a big pet peeve of mine? What? When you let people into your lane and they don't wave at you. <laughs> I hate that! Like, that used to be a thing. I remember, and my mom still does it to the same way. She's like, wave, wave. And all of us just go, wave, and we will say thank you. And I do it. So that way... I can get a little wave. And you know what I never get? A wave. A wave. <laughs> and it's really disheartening. It's really sad. Yeah. Also, you know what I hate are drivers who are tailgating you, and then they they um, they pass you by switching lanes, and they do that extra, like, foot on the gas, mm-hmm. so they know that you were being a, like, just slow-ass driver. This always happens every time I'm on the left lane on my way to Austin or San Antonio, and I'm like, dude, I'm already going 80 in a 70. Like, mm-hmm. slow your roll. Yeah, so we, we, we feel you there, Rachel. Uh, Rachel is very neat with organization and cleanliness and messy with plans and schedule. Sabrina has something to say here. I feel like she's a lot like me in that sense. You're not organized. I'm kind of or clean. I'm organized on my own terms. You didn't, you didn't shower <laughs> for like three days until yesterday. Ew. Um, you know, saving water. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. I'm kind of you like are the peak of cleanliness. I'm like messy organized. Like I'm I'm also home. So I feel like I would be more organized <laughs> if I wasn't home all the time cuz like here I'm like I don't really care, but I also care. Wait until you get to college. I'm curious to see what you'd be like with a roommate. I don't know. Honestly. I don't think I used to clean as much as I did until I had my old roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning's important. Yeah. Rachel, let's see what Chris had to say about Rachel. She's very down-to-earth, southern girl. She's sweet as cotton candy, uh, very competitive, has that southern charm that can take care of her own. Yeah, on the first night, Rachel is so affected by the speech that Matt gives. Um, just that reaction. Chris has never seen anything like it before on night one. So I'm curious to wow. see what her reaction is. What will it be? What will it be? All right, so that's Rachel. Now we have Sonny. That's, I think, how Chris pronounced it. Sorry, girl, if we said your name wrong. Like, we want to honor how you say your name correctly. She is 25. She's from Denver. She's an IT consultant. Sonny has a contagious zest for life from swimming with sharks in South Africa. Okay, we see you flexing. To be inducted um, into the University of Florida Hall of Fame. Hey, go Gators. Yeah. Hey. Um, for outstanding leadership, service, and academic achievement, nothing is out of reach for her. She's a Florida native, very energetic, has a thousand-watt smile, and is here to find a man she can proudly bring home to meet her family in Florida. Now, after learning a lot from her last serious relationship, Sonny has a refreshed outlook on life and she feels that Matt could be that perfect addition she has been looking for. She describes her perfect man as selfless, ambitious, considerate, empathetic. And uh, she's very outdoorsy. She loves activities that kind of take her outside from hiking to kayaking, sunrise yoga at Red Rocks Amphitheater. I've always wanted to go there. She hopes to find a partner who will always be up for an adventure with her. Sonny wants nothing more than to go on the adventure of a lifetime with the hopes of finding a love that will be life-changing. Um, I just read one of her fun facts on my own, and it says, uh, Sonny, that's what you said? Yeah. Sonny completed her first marathon when she was 16 years old. You're 16. What are yeah. you doing? 
Huh? Are you running marathons? Um, well, go outside. (laughs) We'll see you in 40 minutes. Uh, a marathon marathon is like 26.2 miles. Yeah, we'll see you in 40 minutes. Okay, well, I, so, you can't say, like, brand names on a show, right? You can't be, like, Fruit Loops and then, like, them use it, right? I don't think, I don't think so. So she can't be, like, it's Sonny, like, Dasani. Oh, I don't know. I I think I have to look is back at the video. Is that what you thinking on this whole time? Have you I think it's I pronounce it as Sonny. Son- yes. Yeah, that's that's how I had it from Chris Harrison's video. Sorry, girl, if we said your name wrong. She's really pretty. Really pretty. Really pretty name too. Um, all about that. Some more fun facts about Sonny. Uh, people who don't return their shopping cart at the grocery store drive her crazy. Yeah, I got mad at somebody, or not mad, but I was like, lady, if you're gonna go to Michael's and you're gonna park 600 feet away, be prepared to take your 600, oh my god. Yeah, it's just, it's just the whole thing. It's like, were you really that lazy to not even just put the cart, you know, like the stations, like in the parking lot? Like, it's not that hard. Sonny has a pet parrot, or she had a pet parrot for most of her childhood. Parrot, I, I would like to have a bird. Yeah, I know someone who has a bird. I do too. They're very, well, they're kind of obsessive over, over it. They're like, oh, I hate dogs and cats. And I'm like, okay, here's your trophy. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> but they like birds? Yeah, they're they're like an avid bird lover. Because they have birds. Hmm. Well, Chris Harrison says that Sonny has a big, bubbly personality. She has a great sense of humor. Very creative limo entrance. Perhaps the greatest of all time. You know, I feel like Chris keeps saying, like, we've never seen this on the show before. (laughs) But it's probably going to be something, like, dumb. Like, she says, like, a millennial joke, and they're like, oh. You know? What is it with your hatred towards millennials? I really want to know. Olivia Swatis. <laughs> wow. Well, Sabrina's now kicked off of this podcast. And <laughs> but she's not wrong though in the sense of um what Chris Harrison says. Like he says a lot of the times that this is the most dramatic season ever. In fact, I have a shirt that says that. Um and a lot of people who've been watching this show are just like, really, Chris, is it though? Is, is it, it is it? Next up we have Sarah. I think we saw Sarah oh. crying in the promo. Uh, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. What's up, girl? So Sarah is 24 years old. She's a broadcast journalist from San Diego, California. She's always dreamed of finding her fairy tale ending. And she comes from an incredibly close-knit family and says that her parents are the true example of the loving and loyal relationship that she wants for herself one day. She's been in two serious relationships. That's two more than I've been on. (laughs) But unfortunately, um, neither turned out to be her prince charming. That happens. Uh, she enjoys traveling, trying new foods, going to concerts, tennis, hiking, and biking. And she wants to find a man who prioritizes fitness and a healthy lifestyle just as much as she does. And I feel like, you know, Matt does that pretty well, as we mm-hmm. saw from that shower shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing that's very important to her is finding a man whose commitment to faith is as strong as hers. This is important. This is why so many people were shocked that Tasha sent Ivan home, because we found out that they had a a conversation about religion during the fantasy suites and they had a difference in religious beliefs and some people were thrown off by that. Ivan said on his appearance of off the vine with Caitlin Bristow that he was always down for an interfaith relationship, but Tasha seems like the person who is just very, you know, wants to date somebody in her faith. So quick sidebar on that. If you remember that from last season listeners. Uh, so Sarah is hoping to find a man who has that commitment to faith. Uh, she hopes to one day be in a power couple 
that when they're not spending time with their kids, they are doing work for the community and giving back to children in need. She's truly a hopeless romantic. Will she get this fairy tale ending that she has always wanted with Matt? Only time will tell. She has your eyes. I know. I was going to say, I was like, I see you, girl. Also, I love her hair, like her hair, um, like highlights going on. Yeah. Yeah. All about that. I think she'll last. I think she'll be around for a while. We did see her cry in the promo, and I feel like she's going to get entangled in drama. Ooh. Is she the one where, like, that one girl was like, I'm going to be so happy if Matt sends her home. I'm going to be so turned on. We have to watch it again. Yeah, we need to watch it again, but I, I don't know if she was the one that they were talking about. Sarah is a trained fire dancer. That's pretty cool. What does that mean? You know, like, dancing with fire. No. Wait, not like batons. I think so. Something like that. Yeah, probably. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Her personal superhero is Oprah Winfrey. Makes yeah. sense because mm-hmm. she's a broadcast journalist. Uh, she dabbles in photography as a hobby. Okay. It's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see what Chris had to say about Sarah. Let me predict. She is incredible she had an entrance we've never seen before the way that she breathed was nothing like we've ever seen (laughs) oh wow the skepticism is so high today so chris said that you know she really hits it off with matt right away um matt catches very strong feelings for her early but those that get that bright spark in the beginning it's hard to continue that um because usually you know you have that strong connection and then as the bachelor or the bachelorette dates more people like more front runners yeah Yeah. come into the into the fold so can sarah keep that going can she sustain that it's a very up and down journey oh this is like the first time we actually get like interesting information none of this has been interesting to you i mean (laughs) sure but like he wasn't like Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go to the first of two Serenas this season. We've got Serena C. Serena C. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey. hey. Um, she is 24. She's a flight attendant from San Francisco, California. She's a free spirit who loves adventure and is always up for a good time. After spending time in quarantine, she has taken the time to really think about what qualities she wants in a partner. Same girl. She is here because she thinks that Matt James may be her perfect match. She's looking for a man with charisma, good character, someone who she can have a strong physical connection with. That is super important. It really is. It really is. Um, it's just, you can't, you can't downplay that. Her idea of a perfect date is getting all dressed up for a fancy night out and then taking in the sunset over good champagne and thought-provoking conversation. She wants a man who is professionally successful, but also a free spirit and who dreams of traveling the world and... Yeah, it takes a special kind of man to lock her down. Um, so we'll see if that if Matt can do that. Yeah, I'm excited. She's I like her outfit. Yeah. And her earrings. Also, I just love the diversity um, that this season is really shooting for. We don't really see as many Asian-American contestants. We're seeing more and more as the seasons go on. And obviously one of the best ones uh, that came out in recent seasons was Dr. Joe from <laughs> the last season of The Bachelorette. Uh, yeah, Dr. Joe, we stan. So it's really nice. I really, I just love, you know, she's super gorgeous. And I lo- we just love to see it. We love to see the diversity. Yeah, so nothing makes Serena see happier than when she puts together the perfect outfit. Girl, girl, I felt that on so many levels. 
Uh, she's not a fan of birthday attention. Oh, girl, you had me. Because <laughs> I'm the person who plans their birthday for a week, a month, mm-hmm. a year. These girls can attest to it right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't happen in March, it was so sad for her. It was sad, okay? Like, a lot of stuff. This is when, you know, obviously, I totally understood that the pandemic was affecting so many people. But when you just don't know what's happening and, like, so many curfews are being set and like gatherings are being banned it's like what's happening what's happening yeah and if you think of it this way your birthday is a tradition and it's or it could qualify as a tradition and i mean technically people couldn't have christmas which is a tradition in some places yeah um and they were sad about it and that's like a a valid reason so i think you have a valid reason to be upset that your birthday yeah didn't happen yeah, well, it seems like maybe Serena C. wasn't as bummed. Serena C. Because um, she's not a fan of birthday attention. She loves bottomless mimosas and says her favorite food is chicken wings. I do love some good chicken wings. I love some good bottomless mimosas. So I feel like we could be friends with Serena C. Probably. Yeah, like, hey, hey, girl, hit us up. So Chris says that she's the first of two Serenas this season. Um, she's one of many flight attendants to be on this show. And if you saw in the promo, the girl who tripped into Matt's arms, that's her. She is the one who is literally falling for Matt. But Chris reveals she did that on purpose and she pulled it off. But Matt had no idea that that was intentional. And so she's a very classy girl. There's that other girl who said that one of her favorite ways to get a guy's attention is by bumping into them. Serena C. And laid her card. Yeah. I feel like a lot of flight attendants are very, like, YOLO-ish, right? Like, they're like, you know, we're gonna go on The Bachelor this year. We're not gonna go to France for another day. We're gonna go on The Bachelor. There were a lot of flight attendants who were, ca- like, casted for Peter Weber's season because Peter is a pilot. Oh. And um, <laughs> he sent most of them home. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I, I, that's a, like, dating somebody within your field makes sense because, you know, you're around somebody who's doing the same thing as you, but also that sounds like it'd be so boring. Yeah. Hey, how was your day? You were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing, one, I would never date a coworker. It just, I've had people who I know who've just been affected by that. And I just, for me, it just complicates things. The thing about working with somebody in your industry, it's like, it's nice to an extent because it's like they know how the business works. Yeah. You know, they and that's nice to kind of talk about it, but then, at the same time, it's like, I don't want to date somebody who's in the same field because then I feel like we would be talking shop all the time. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, all we talk about is, like, let's say I was still in news, right? And I dated a reporter. Yeah. And all we talked about was what was happening in the newsroom and, like, what's happening in, at other stations. It's like, there's a fine line that needs to be drawn between work in your personal life yeah you know and for some people it works out great I actually knew some co-workers who met at work and they got married so it works out for some people for me I just can't do it uh it's just not my thing but I don't even know how we got here oh yeah the flight attendant um Peter Weber Mm -hmm. next up we have Serena P hey Serena P hi Serena P so she's 22. She's a publicist from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. She's the second Canadian this season. Uh, for as long as she can remember, Serena P has been a believer that no matter what your age is, when you know, you know. Uh, she's always led a disciplined lifestyle, and she says she w- has never really taken the time to pursue true love, but 
Now this typically logical thinker is throwing her rule book out the window. She's ready to meet the man of her dreams. Uh, she's hoping to find a man who will enjoy spending quality time with her, whether they're having beers at a low-key bar, you know, post-COVID vaccine, um, <laughs> or sitting courtside at a Toronto Raptors game, again, post-COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. Um, for her, it's all about having fun and growing in life together. She needs a man with ambition who will be her teammate for life. He also has to be willing to share his food with her saying, quote, if they don't let me taste their food, I don't know if the relationship could survive. So, yeah, she's hoping to find true love and see if that's real. I would absolutely agree with that because Mira and I will be like, okay, I will get this if you get this, and then we'll split. We'll go halfsies. Because, like, might as well, like, try new things in one sitting. <laughs> While being safe with your own choice. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because nothing is worse than, like, you're being so insistent on what you chose and you didn't want to share and your plate ends up being worse than what what you're you know the person you're having dinner with that's up yeah i thought that happened before dude that chicken marsala that we had at purple garlic that i had at purple garlic i still think about it (laughs) i i was telling the girls i was like yeah you can have some and i ate the whole thing but yeah so serena p she says that she is chronically hangry miranda i feel that i also feel that you know, I feel guilty when I get angry, but, you know, I can't help it. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Serena P. would love to have a pet chicken so she could have a pet and an endless supply of eggs all in one. What is it with eggs, man? I don't like There's them. something about eggs. Maybe either. maybe she's, like, very farm to table. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a very big thing in Austin, by the way. Uh, learning how to change a tire is at the top of her bucket list. Kind of an important one. I kind of want to learn how to do that, too. Uh, yeah, I would like to learn how to do that. Yeah. I feel like that would be a big flex. Yeah. Feminist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, man. But let's see what Chris had to say about Serena P. The second Canadian this season, the second Serena. He says that, you know, they get a lot of small, petite women on this show, but she is tiny, apparently. She's a force to be reckoned with on this show. She has great chemistry with Matt, evident from the moment she steps out of the limo. Chris says that she's always honest, always tells somebody, including Matt, where she stands, how she feels, what the score is. So will Matt hear that? Hey, we, we love bluntness and honesty, you know, in this joint. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Serena P. I think she'll, I think she'll be around for a few weeks. She seems really nice. Yeah. Some of these people are like, oh, I want to be your friend. I know. Um, next up, we have Sydney. What's hey, up, Sydney? Sydney. Oh my really gosh. Pretty. That yellow is so... Like, it looks so good on her. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. obsessed. Sydney is 28. She's a marketing specialist from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, She's a very strong, opinionated woman who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to vocalize it. If her family could use one word to describe her, it would be opinionated. And she wholeheartedly agrees, saying her role in life is to give facts over being a shoulder to cry on. She may come off as tough, but just because she's blunt doesn't mean she isn't also a romantic at heart. She's not your typical Southern Belle. She's a traditional romantic. She wants to find a man who will put that effort into wooing her. Girl, same. Because, I mean, it's slim pickings out there. Um, she's always believed that opposites attract and dreams of finding a man with mellow demeanor to balance out her outgoing personality. We had a conversation about this. Like, mm-hmm. would you, you know, want to be with somebody who's your opposite or somebody who's like you? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, she hates awkward dinner conversation. <laughs> And says a man with big goals for the future is her biggest turn on. 
same, same. Like once you bring up goal, you know, setting goals, I'm like, I'm set. Uh, she wants someone who will bring what she does to a relationship, love, loyalty, motivation, support. Um, she's not looking to settle for any average Joe Schmo. Don't settle. Don't settle, ladies. Mm-hmm. And nothing bothers her more than people who beat around the bush. So let's hope that Matt is ready to get straight to the point with her. I can see them getting gay. I like her. She, I like seems, her. she seems cool. Yes. Um, let's see some fun facts. Uh, amusement parks creep Sydney out. They're kind of gross, honestly, now that we have, like, water yeah. parks are gross. Water parks are nasty. Oh, if you've been to <laughs> if you've been to the Six Flags water park, like the Lazy River, you don't need to worry about what's in the backseat. Yeah. 100%. Oh, <laughs> I, have a, I had a friend who worked, I think he worked and now he still works at Six Flags, and he was like, don't eat the lo mein. You don't want to know what's in the lo mein. <laughs> And I was like, who eats okay. a low man at Six Flags? <laughs> yeah, I that's the real problem. I had their Chinese food, and I was like, you, know, you had their Chinese food? Yeah, one time, and it was kind of okay, but it was also not. Did you yeah, get the low man? Yeah, because you at Six Flags. <laughs> no, I didn't get low man, because I was like, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Listeners, if you had the low man at Six Flags, hit please, us up. Please hit us up at Pod because we would love to talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, so you and Sydney have that in common, Sabrina. Um, Sydney is embarrassed to admit it, but she, like, growing up, she loved the Twilight books. Okay, so Sabrina just saw all the Twilight movies recently. Yes. Yeah, give her a hot take. Um, I, well, when I was younger, I didn't want to be like other girls. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not going to watch Twilight. Like, oh my gosh, like, everyone does that, and I'm not going to do that. And I watched it, and it didn't suck. Like, it... No, we it, did not. <laughs> it, it wasn't... You know how, like, Riverdale sucks now? Oh, my God. I could not get into that. It's bad. <laughs> I never watched Riverdale, Don't. but it was... I know that it's, it's definitely not like that. So, I give it, you know, a solid, good review. Yeah. Yeah. Would you read, the tw- like, the first Twilight book? Maybe. I feel... I've read, like, the first pages a couple times. Like, you know, I'm gonna read Twilight, and then I never did. So I might if it was like an audiobook. <laughs> it could be. I'm it sure it be. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Girl, like we're all about embracing those guilty pleasure, you know, books, movies, TV shows. So I feel like Sydney would be a perfect shame watch guest. Mm-hmm. Sydney, after the show is done, come on the pod. She is allergic to avocados. That sucks. <laughs> you know, I wish I was allergic to cilantro. I feel like my life would just be so much easier if I was allergic to it. So that way, She's already high maintenance uh, every time we go out to, like, a Mexican restaurant. I used to tell people that I was allergic to stuff, so that way I knew they wouldn't put it in there. <laughs> because I was like, well, they'll like listen what? to you. Like, peas. Like, oh I, yeah, peas. peas are amazing. I don't like peas. So, and then, like, they get a, they put them in chicken fried rice a lot of the times. Oh, And then yeah. I was like, hi, can I have new peas? I'm allergic. And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Well, for me, like... When I was at school, I miss their peas so much because I would get them all the time, and like peas make me happy. Except, interesting. So I will take your peas. Okay, Miranda. So yeah, so let's see what uh, Chris had to say about Sydney. Uh, She only has mild resentment to all of the transplants to Nashville because I've heard that Nashville is very similar to Austin, Mm -hmm. just like a little bit more country. I've always wanted to go to Nashville, actually. she was born in Nashville, so she's a native. She doesn't shy away from telling it like it is. She prides herself in being very blunt. Despite her direct approach, she's a true romantic at heart. 
Uh, very sincere about Matt. And yeah, he brings up the avocados being allergic. So Sydney, we feel you there, girl. Uh, last but not least, we have Victoria. Hey, Hi, Victoria. Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Sorry, real quick, before we even get to this, what food would you hate to be allergic to? Um, I think... Apples. Cucumbers. Wine. That's, okay. Cool. People are allergic just to wine. wine. Just okay. wine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, that's true. Um, so, Victoria, she is 27. Her job title is Queen. So she is the one in the promo who comes with the crown... Queen Victoria. Oh my gosh. She, is she fun employed? Oh. I don't know. We'll find out. She's from Los Angeles. Uh, Queen Victoria likes, she likes to refer to herself as that. She's outgrown her once upon a time jet setter lifestyle, but not her sense of grandeur. Uh, she's shifted focus toward entrepreneurship and has launched a few businesses in the health and beauty space. She knows she has a big personality and she needs a strong man who can keep up, but who won't be controlling in any way, shape, or form. Now, the top things that Victoria needs in a relationship are loyalty, honesty, and independence. She loves meditation and spirituality, uh, and she hopes to find someone who is also into this. It's a huge plus for her. She loves romance. Her love language is physical touch, and she hopes to find someone who appreciates that side of her. She has no filter, which she loves about herself. And she plans to be very forward in her pursuit of Matt. This is a girl who knows what she wants, and good luck to anyone who tries to stop her. I felt like we saw a lot of her in the promo, like a lot of girls. I, I, we need to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Queen Victoria. She lives for the perfect Aperol Spritz. That's like a sparkling Cups, water. Yeah, I was going to say, probably some sort of sparkly water. Yeah. The, lo- the light of her life is Coco, her golden doodle. There's a big thing on TikTok where, like, every person, they have, like, a white crusty dog, and their names are either Bella, Coco, or Princess. (laughs) So that's so funny that she brings that up. (laughs) Well, Queen Victoria, her biggest turnoff is a man who can't keep his room clean. Yeah, we've discussed this. Um, If you can't... Or bathroom? Yeah, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, You can find out a lot about a man by their bathroom. Yes, yes. And this is before you start snooping in their cabinets. Uh, what? I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Chris had to say about Queen Victoria. Uh, we know that she's going to be playing... We don't know. She might be the, the villain role that, that producers like to put on somebody every season. We'll see. Uh, yeah, her job title is literally Queen. Uh, he doesn't go deep into it, but he says that we're all going to enjoy Queen Victoria. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Oh, I have a question. Yeah, what do we feel? How do we feel about guys who use like three in one soap? Dude, (laughs) I get why they use it because it smells good, but get three different pieces of soap. You know, like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's like putting face lotion, or it's like putting. I don't know. It's like it's. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think I I feel like it would have made sense in college when, you know, you don't have a lot of money and you're just trying to be practical and budgeting. But, you know, if you have a stable job and you're able to kind of afford more luxury brands, then yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The as stuff- long as they smell nice. That's that's we've talked about hygiene. Yeah, like the yeah, at the end of the day, as long as you smell good, that's all that matters. But yeah, get <laughs> just just do it. Just get three different pieces of soap. 
Yeah. Well, that wraps up the 16 women we're covering for part two today and all 32 women um, that we are covering for Matt James's season. Any thoughts on, you know, who who do you think is going to stand out? Um, I think we're going to see, okay, so look, there's, there's rows, right? From this row, I say mm-hmm. Abigail. Yeah. Uh, I would say Cassandra or Carolyn on this second row. On this third row, I would say maybe Chelsea or Justenia. Uh, and then I would do, we'll definitely see her. What did yes. you say her name again? Kaylee, uh, K- Kylie. K- Kylie. Kylie. She's really pretty. I like, I want to, I want to see what her fashion choices are, Kit. Yeah. Yes. Um, Kit will definitely be big post-Bachelor I don't know on Instagram. who here would be picked. I like Kristen. Oh, Maggie. I really, oh, I want to yeah, hear Maggie. about Maggie's story. Mm-hmm. And then I like Kayla. I liked Kayla too. Uh, Rachel, just because she simply looks like our cousin. Um, yeah. And I'm curious Sarah. to see what Sarah, yeah, Sarah was about. And then um, I liked Sydney. And of course, Victoria, we got it. I'm yeah. not saying I mean, any of these girls were boring. Just like these are the ones that I remember the most. Yeah. Ah! Yes, I would agree. Man, so we're going to find out uh, just how this season goes uh, from the premiere, which is Monday, January 4th. Again, Bachelor Mondays are back. None of this Tuesday shit that we dealt with last year. <laughs> it was, they did that because Dancing with the Stars was on Monday. Uh-huh. But it just confused the crap out of everybody. And then the last two weeks were Monday and Tuesday. But now it's just more confusing. Yeah, and it's just this whole thing. But now it's back to Mondays. Um, Oh, yeah, last season there was that one on a Thursday because of the election. Yeah, (laughs) it was just this whole thing. Um, But we have a consistent schedule now. And, yeah, just break out the wine January 4th. We hope you enjoyed this preview. And uh, listeners on the free feed, if you liked what you heard today, all you have to do to tune into this season of The Bachelor, all these recaps, you go to patreon.com slash shamewatch. Sign up for any tier, really, but the tier, if you're on a budget and you're you're trying to think, okay, which tier is the most worth it? $2 a month. That is the guilty level. You will get all of the episodes of Shame Watch TV. I promise you it's worth it. It's worth it. It is. Uh, Marin is a patron and not because I forced her to. So uh, anyway, so any final thoughts? I'll probably be t- tuning in um, to see what happens. Me too, because FOMO. <laughs> and um, Miranda, where can people find you on social? Dude, at uh, Miranda E. Suarez, all lowercase, all together. That's me. You'll see me uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Just follow me. I'll probably follow you back. And Sabrina, what's your art handle? Because I know you don't want to give out your personal. Art.by underscore Sabrina. I always forget which one is which. And you can find me at Olivia M. Suarez. That's at Olivia M. Suarez. It's the same on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, with that being said, that's been our episode of Shame Watch TV. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rocking theme song and to our guests, Miranda and Sabrina Suarez. Hey! hey! Thanks for having us. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Do you have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery? Do you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWatchPod so we can talk with you. Now, finally, we want to thank you guys, the patrons, because without your financial support, we wouldn't be able to put out amazing content like our staple podcast, ShameWatch, 
And this show, Shame Watch TV, it lets us know that you're here for the right reasons. Wink, wink. So help spread the word about this series to your friends by letting them know about our Patreon at patreon.com shamewatch. Yeah, so until next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. <laughs>